the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. Welcome to the Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. Glad to uh, be here for another week. Uh, Sometimes that's a lot. Actually, you would uh, you would not know it too much if you were looking at what's going on inside the stock market. And if you look at the S and P 500, uh, was up pretty good last week. And it actually, for those of you that look at charts, it uh, it broke above resistance, so that's a good good sign. And uh, go up another. Well, 15% or so should get back to about break even. And uh, some of the other indexes are also doing very well. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of those things later in today's show. And I thought I'd talk a little bit about uh, um, economics like I normally do. Uh, We'll get into some individual stocks. And this week, I really wanted to spend a pretty decent amount of time talking about alternative um, avenues for creating income in your portfolios, and it's been the uh, something I uh, picked up just a, uh, uh, probably three or four years ago. I started talking about it, and they're fixed index annuities, but they're very specific. In fact, I, I feel kind of bad for the general public. Those products are incredibly complicated, or can be, and you have to read very carefully what you're looking at. So I'm going to try to take some time and go through a scenario, just one scenario, to give you an idea of of why I think that they are an attractive solution right now. There were times when I really didn't like to talk about them too much, but interest rates were significantly higher than they are today. And we didn't have a, a stock market whose valuation are actually high. They're still high. They're not as high as they were, thank goodness, because market's down about 11% from where it peaked 
back in 2022, January, but they're still not bargains. Um, are they good? Yeah. Is there, are there places that you should be? Probably. Um, are they going to make any money over the next three or four years? Don't know. You know neither, neither does anybody else. Uh, there are an awful lot of things that um, can happen over time, which is not unusual. And it's one of the reasons you know people start talking about stocks and they say, oh, yeah, I'm a long-term investor. Well, long-term depends on who the person is that's talking about it. And this gets really important when you are getting close to retirement. And it's incredibly important. There's this risk. It's called the sequence of return. You know, if you look at the long-term averages of stock market indexes, they all look great if you look over an extremely long time period. Once you start examining shorter time periods, anything less than 10 years, you're going to see a lot of time periods where returns were negative over a 10-year time period. So it doesn't matter what the super long-term long returns are. You hit one of those in your retirement, that's going to put a dent in your lifestyle big time So, for most people. It's very important to keep that in mind and to have a plan. And the plan is not to watch the news and react to the market. That's a horrible plan. Uh, that's actually called market timing. And if you're trying to anticipate what you think is going to happen over the next year or two, you get to join the club of thousands of people who end up getting returns that are less than you're going to be able to get in CDs or bonds going forward, and uh, which is interesting because when people realized that, you know, because they were trying to buy when markets were low and sell when markets were high, you know, if that were that easy, uh, let's think Warren Buffett would be trying to do that. <laughs> but the uh, but the bottom line is um, you're going to, you're, you're doing some rebalancing when, or, I'm sorry, you're doing some adjusting if you're rebalancing your portfolio, and you will actually be buying when share prices are lower, and you'll be selling when share prices are higher just by rebalancing your portfolio. So we'll come to that back to that in a little bit, but uh, I just wanted to point out that most people that try to anticipate, that's the key, is don't try to anticipate what you think is going to happen over the next few years, because you're probably going to be wrong. And I know they do it all day long on CNBC. And I know um, Barron's, not so much Barron's, by the way, Barron's is a pretty good publication, but the Wall Street Journal will write a lot of articles or publish a lot of articles that are written by people who are trying to forecast over the short run. Now, they're doing that because they know that's what you want to hear. Those reporters, the vast majority of them don't work for them. They're uh, publishing articles that are written by uh, reporters who are not employees of the Wall Street Journal. Why do they do that? That way they don't get blamed. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's and a lot of those guys are not even money managers, but most of them are journalists. You know, they, they write well. And because a, a money manager knows better than to make a short-term forecast. Have you ever, ever seen Warren Buffett make a short-term forecast? It's never happened. Uh, Peter Lynch, John Bogle, these were all guys. John Bogle passed away, unfortunately, but the, they, these guys were all legends in their field. 
And if you're coming up on retirement, it would help to know a lot about what these guys are saying. Now, and uh, I guess I shouldn't complain, though, because uh, part of what keeps me employed, I know a lot of people don't have time to look into that, especially something that's historical and something that seems like it's so uh, doesn't apply to you. This, this is all stuff that happened in the past. It's not, so, not what's going to happen in the future, and it's different this time. Uh, I can't tell you how many people think along those lines. They may not use those exact words anymore, but the meaning is the same. Things are different now. You know, the, uh, it's not going to do what it did in the past. Really? Uh, it's not going to repeat exactly the way it did in the past, but it's, you know, there are only three directions stocks can move, up, down, and sideways. That, that's it. Yeah, so it's going to be similar to how it was. <laughs> In the past, yes, there will be differences, and uh, it would very it would help a lot if you knew how to place values on stocks. That way, instead of um, being too heavily invested in stocks, maybe you drop down a little bit, not a lot, but when you rebalance, instead of rebalancing to a a seventy thirty uh, or an eighty twenty, and I'm talking about the percentage that you would have in stocks versus bonds. Maybe we go down to 60-40 uh, or 65-35 or 50-50. I think right now that makes a ton of sense. Uh, 50-50 is, is really a good um, model right now. 60-40 is really a good model. 70-30, if, if you've got more than 10 years to go for retirement, I think that's a good model. But that's all dependent on your age uh, and, quite frankly, your risk tolerance. Because some people don't, they never belong in the stock market. I, I feel bad because it's incredibly difficult to increase your net worth or your wealth by avoiding the stock market. Not that you can't. Some people do. It's just a whole lot harder. Okay, and uh, it's very difficult to generate returns like the long-term stock market returns have been outside of the stock market. It's uh, one of the things I like about. This country, you know, we all have a chance. You know, you don't have to go out and build your own business. You can invest in other people's businesses. You can invest in the best businesses that have, have uh, ever existed because the vast, or the ones that are publicly traded anyway. And there are about 3,200 of them that are big enough to handle investors. Uh, and uh, most of them are, are available through various funds. That's another thing I wanted to talk about at some point in time. What are the uh, key factors? Um, since I just brought this up and I still have a uh, fairly large agenda uh, for the rest of today's show, I probably won't be able to get to it today, but at least I can set it up and uh, maybe you can do some reading between now and when we talk about it again. And it's basically, um, I guess, it, today what they call our, uh, call these items are factors. What are the factors that are going to be most meaningful to a portfolio over time. Uh, most of the uh, uh, factors and most of these programs that are running today are their computerized programs. And so they're measuring things like sales growth. In fact, I'm just going to cut to the chase. And I'm going to tell you that the there are three factors that are going to be most meaningful. The first factor is size. And uh, along with that size comes speed. 
So those are actually two factors. Size has actually been most important over the last 10 years or so, and it's not what you think. We'll have to come back to that in a minute. But So you've got size, and you've got speed, and the third factor that's been most important is profitability. And when you think about it, it should make sense. Size, speed, profitability. The, the fourth factor that's had uh, a large impact on how well the returns are for a lot of these funds are profitability. You, know, you can invest in companies that aren't making profit by speculating that we think the share price is going to go up. Why? Because everybody's going to love this stock. Okay, well, what happens when they stop loving it? Well, it goes down uh, a lot. <laughs> and unfortunately, the investing population doesn't tell you what they're about to do before they actually do it. And so the only way you find out is after the share prices have gone down. So it made so much sense to me. It's one of the reasons that I left to start my firm a long time ago. I didn't have to, to follow advice of people who were trying to forecast the future with a high degree of accuracy because that, that's not uh, that's incredibly difficult to do, even when you're really good at it. It's incredibly difficult. What works if you can't forecast the future? Well, what if we looked at companies who were in the largest in the world, say the largest third? And what happens when we take out that third? Um, what what happens if we also say that these companies have to have sales? That's going to get rid of a lot of uh, companies that don't have sales who are also extremely aggressive. Make sense? And uh, how about if we look at companies who have sales but also have profit? That's going to eliminate a lot of other companies that came out. Actually, Amazon wouldn't have made it into that group until it had been around for three or four years, which was fine because they'd been around for three or four years and the market had a big correction. The stock came way down. Uh, and then when it started moving back up, it made it into some of the indexes and that really helped it. So uh, that's the other thing. Just because the stock's not in the index today doesn't mean it's not going to be there in the future. And you don't really have to know a whole lot about that. So that, that's a really good thing. Um, and why am I spending so much time talking about this? I guess the, uh, the real reason is when you understand how the investments in your portfolios are picking the stocks, when you understand what the risks are, when you understand what the potential volatilities are, you know how much is it going to fluctuate? It makes you a better investor. And right now, we need all the help we can get. Valuations are not cheap. Stocks are not on sale. So you've got to be paying attention uh, to exactly what your funds are doing. You're not going to be able to get by with an inferior uh, portfolio management technique because those are going to be called out first. They always are. And they have a tendency to do the worst when markets go down. So you want to try to stick with those things that have proven to work well over time. They're going to go down too. Uh, hopefully they won't go down as much and hopefully they'll recover more quickly. That's, that's why we do it. Uh, so and I just felt like it was really important to kind of get that out right now. There are an awful lot of people out there uh, looking at Stocks as you know being a great return over the short run, it might be, 
But at this level, when you look at the, I, I like to use the price to sales ratio, and I'll tell you what, next week I'll definitely talk about that. In, uh, I'm going to explain it. I don't won't have time on today's show because that, that's going to be a 15 minute conversation. But the, uh, uh, which is really, you know, not that much, but <laughs> I, it, it's a lot for today. So there are some relatively simple things you could do, and that's my my point. Uh, the relatively simple things you can do to lower your risk, uh, to help you increase your return, hopefully. Uh, that's great when you can get both of those. If you could decrease the amount of risk you're taking and increase the rate, uh, rate of return you're going to get, that's very difficult to do. Uh, I'll say that. And I think there are some uh, situations out there today that will give you those opportunities. And a lot of them, uh, you know, they're products that really kind of have a bad name. They're, they're uh, with the fixed index annuities, they're an awful lot of them. And some of them are just not that good. I mean, they're just, they're really expensive. The internal expenses are so high that the companies can't guarantee uh, a, what I would feel like would be a good rate of return. And I've got uh, just got notification. I've got about 60 seconds here until I have to take a commercial break. So I'm just going to give a shout out and say, if you want to talk to me about your own situation, uh, you can go to my website. It's bullingtoncapital.com or you can call me 330-664-0700. That is my office line. If you wanted to uh, just discuss anything you heard here or uh, talk about your own situation, um, there's no cost. You know, nobody's going to call you if you don't want to be called. I uh, I hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm going to take a real quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about stocks and some of the funds uh, that use factors that are some of my favorite. Yeah, why are they my favorites? Because they work well. You know, that's the bottom line. And, uh, and I feel like I understand them pretty well. Uh, we'll also talk about a lot of other stuff. Hang on, I'll be right back. I've been wandering through the desert Ain't seen a cloud in forever over me But I believe your rain is coming mm. Yeah, I've been hanging on the high hopes Bad decisions limit future options Make bad enough decisions and you'll destroy your life Listen to The Plotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 6.30 here on AM 1420 The Answer. The Plotline describes a mainline resistance in your soul to build on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. That's The Plotline with Rick Hughes, heard every Sunday at 6.30 a.m. on AM 1420 The Answer. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330 330- 
1-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Dennis Prager sees power used against us. I can't think of another action that so mimics what the Democrats are doing with January 6th, and that is suppressing freedom and using the government for its own ends to suppress freedom to jail opponents just as was done in 1930. What was it, 33, the Reichstag fire? I think it was. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1420. The answer. And Odyssey. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Welcome back. Hey, if you'd like to talk about your own situation, feel free to give me a call at my office, 330-664-0700. And this is Bill Bullington. I'm right here on 1420 every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. Uh, you can also go to my website. Submit a question there if you'd like to. The website is bullingtoncapital.com. And everything is uh, always pretty casual. The... Uh, um, I'm not a uh, low-pressure. I am a no-pressure investment advisor. Uh, I want you to do what's in your best interest and uh, feel like that's a, a good way to run your practice. And uh, I was just looking at, I've got the 10 years of, I've got the Russell 2000, that's the small cap, ETF up. I've got the Russell 1000 growth. That's the large companies with the growth characteristics that I was talking about. They uh, basically limit them to the fastest-growing uh, larger companies. And then I've got the value-oriented, which is a, uh, a certain number. And now, you know, I'm going to actually have to look up because I forgot how many companies make up uh, those indexes. They're taking them from the Russell 1000 um, index, and they separate them by growth and value. Growth are supposed to be the companies that are growing really fast. Value are the the ones that are most undervalued. And the way that they measure that stuff is kind of complicated. So I'm just going to skip that today. Uh, it's just over time, it, it was kind of like the uh, old uh, tale about the uh, rabbit and the hare. Uh, the, I'm sorry, rabbit and hare. The, <laughs> the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise is the value-oriented stocks. Uh, they have a tendency to catch up and do very well in the long run. Uh, the growth would be the rabbit. They're the ones that are really fast. But I, I think something's changed in the structure of the market because of the ETFs. And I'm not sure value's ever really going to keep up again. Now watch it outperform by a mile just because I said that. But I think it'll do well, and it has done well. Um, I just don't think it's going to do well in the future as the growth-oriented ETFs will. So uh, we'll talk more about that on a future show. But anyway, I have this uh, chart that's got the both the 
growth and the value, the mid-cap growth and value, uh, and the basically the, the 1,000. And now I'm looking at this, and I realize I should have added a couple categories. I'll do that again next week. So uh, what we're looking at here is large, mid, large, medium, and small companies. And over the last 10 years, how have their um, – actually, this is the last five years. Let me go back to the last 10 years. How have their funds done? Which ones have actually done the best over that period? So when you look back over that period, not surprisingly, it's the large, fast growers. And uh, that index is up actually 250% over that time period. That's a lot. I mean, that is a lot. <laughs> And it's significantly ahead of the second, which is just, it's a combination of the growth and the value stacks, which is Russell 1000. That one actually is second, and it's uh, come in very close to the mid-cap growth category. Those are medium-sized companies who are growing faster than average, Uh, and uh, I think that's so fascinating to see this. That's also where the S&P 500 came in. So that's this is one of the things I was talking about a little bit earlier. I think you'd be better off focusing on growth ETS going forward. Now, we hold both value and growth. So you get a blend of the two. You're definitely not going to be last when you do it that way, uh, which is good because over the last 10 years, the last it was it was actually the medium sized value oriented company came in last was only up seventy eight percent, which is still not bad over that time. But that that was the worst case scenario. You're up seventy eight percent. The best case was two fifty six. So if you had money in all the categories, you'd probably ended up somewhere in the middle and been able to nearly match the rate of return on the S and P five hundred, which is kind of hard. That's actually very difficult to do. I thought that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, I just need to add those other categories in there and then come back to this to talk about it uh, in more detail. I did this on the fly, so uh, I didn't have time to put everything I wanted into this illustration. And, and by the way, if you want to see a copy of this, I can send it to you. I'd probably wait until next week, though. But it is pretty fascinating to think that you know these computers are putting together portfolios and they're running money <laughs> probably helps if you like I was talking about earlier if you know what the computers are doing with the money and I'd be very hesitant to look out over any time period to make a decision just based on the performance over that time period uh, because they do change a lot I mean it's just unbelievable it'll stay the same until it doesn't that's my favorite one of my favorite things to say. In fact, the mid-cap growth, the one that I was talking about that had done so well over the last 10 years uh, has dropped into the, it's actually the lowest performer over the last three years. I think about that. So last three years, you got this uh, fund that's not keeping up with your others. But if you look back over the last 10 years, it's beating them. So how do you make the decision? That's why it's so difficult uh, and why a job like mine is pretty difficult because you got to explain, hey, look, if you look back long enough, this was actually the best performer. Uh, over the past three years, it came in last. And that's normal. That's absolutely normal. And uh, it's one of the reasons that you want to 
spread it out. You want to have all the categories covered because trying to predict which ones are going to be the best over the next 10 years is is like picking next year's Super Bowl winner today. It, it really is. It, it's that hard. So and uh, I don't think, you know, I know people want to hear that somebody's got a crystal ball that works and, and is able to do that, but it, it's not true. And uh, what's the safer thing to do? Well, instead of being over the, again, this is over the past three years, the best performer was 41, the worst was 17. Uh, if you're right in the middle there somewhere because you got all of them, which you would be, it's pretty good. Yeah, you're not the very first over that time period, but you're definitely not last. And uh, you've gotten very good returns by doing that. And it was a little bit less volatile. The volatility actually went down. So that's a good thing. And uh, this is basically, as investment advisors and financial advisors, it's what we do. Uh, We need to know all that stuff. You need to know why these things move at different times. Uh, that they're going to move a lot at different times, and, and sometimes there's going to be a big difference between them, and that's normal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you've got questions regarding that or, or anything else that you uh, hear on the program, uh, feel free to send me an email. I'll get back to you as quickly as I can. and uh, Or you can just call if you wanted to talk about your situation. Maybe you want to set up a retirement income plan. Uh, which is getting a little bit easier today. I mean, it's getting a lot easier, quite frankly. Why? Because interest rates are moving up. I've got a uh, the bond fund I'm using at Fidelity has an SEC yield, and if you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. But it's got an SEC yield close to five percent, and it's relatively their short-term bond. That's pretty good. Um, it's one of the reasons I like using uh, funds instead of me going out and trying to trying to find all that because. By the time the bonds get down to people like us, the big companies, uh, you're basically getting what they didn't want. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's pretty tough. Um, not impossible, it, if, especially if you buy treasuries or just CDs. Uh, you'd still do pretty well. But you're not going to get the, the highest yielding stuff with, that's safer. Okay, You can get high yielding stuff. There's just going to be more risk involved. And uh, which is one of the reasons I'm really uh, positive on looking at the fixed indexed annuities. Why? Well, because it's their time. Uh, here's a, a situation that I was I just dreamed up. And so I, I have a 67 year old single female who's retiring um, and uh, wants income from her portfolio. So. Actually, she's 66. She'll be 67 next year and is going to take her full Social Security at that time. And uh, so basically what we can give her as a guaranteed lifetime income is $7,154 based on $100,000 invested and waiting 12 months to start taking the income. And uh, that's uh, one of the parameters of this particular product. And that's that's pretty good. Seven thousand one hundred fifty-four. That's a seven point one five percent return, and that comes in as long as she lives. Even if she lives to hundred, even if she lives to one hundred and twenty, who knows what's going to be happening you know, twenty years from now with all the advances that they've been making in uh, medicine. So, but that's a really good guaranteed lifetime income. Uh, one of the other things that 
started it, and you uh, got hit by a bus, you know, in two years, and you'd already taken out, see, let's just say you've taken out 15000 bucks. Well, they'll guarantee you can add, well, this is actually a writer that you can add to it. And that's uh, one of the things I like about it. Riders are, are kind of like little insurance policies that you add to an annuity. Um, so, it, especially in this case, so what would happen is they would take a look at what you had. They, it's invested in the uh, uh, index. And if the index has gone up and is higher than whatever you started with minus what you took out of it, you'll get that higher dollar amount. If it's not, Let's say the market crashed, those indexes didn't make a whole lot of money over the past couple of years. They'll pay your beneficiaries whatever you started with minus whatever you took out. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Um, and that's one that is missed by so many people. You know, if you don't have beneficiaries, it doesn't matter. I mean, in that case, you know, it's great that it's there. Uh, probably wouldn't pay any extra to have that added to the product. It may not be eligible uh, may not be something that you have a choice over with some of the products that are out there. But bottom line is if they gave you that option and you didn't want it because you don't have any beneficiaries, great. Yeah, that's awesome. And there's a pretty good chance that, you know, the uh, investments are going to do a little bit better because they're not paying for that rider out of the investment money. Uh, and so whenever I look at these, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the guarantee. What are my guarantees? I really don't care too much about the performance of the underlying investments. Why? Because I understand that to guarantee somebody $7,100 on a $100,000 investment, that insurance company is taking some risk. And they're going to have to, you know, some people are going to go in and and live to 100. They're going to have to pay out on that. And, uh, so I understand that they're going to have to charge for that risk because that's what they do. They manage risk. So I'm taking the risk that I would have to manage it and try to produce $7,154 a year in income. And believe me, there's no risk-free, easy way of doing that in the normal investment environment world. Okay, that's why I'm talking about these. The, uh, and I resisted it for so long because there used to be other alternatives that I thought were uh, that were more liquid. And that was basically the only advantage they really had that was liquidity. Once you do these, once you turn it on, uh, you can get out of it again in a lot of cases, but you, you probably wouldn't want to. You'd end up paying penalties. And, uh, there's this thing called the market value adjustment, which is another form of a penalty. So you want to make sure that you're going to be using these for something. I, I think it makes a lot of sense to buy these just to pay off your uh, to pay your Medicare supplement premiums. Hey, Lenny, are are we doing a commercial? Uh, all right. Well. All right, well. Just lost my train of thought there. Did the, the uh... <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, when you're looking at these things, they they do require a fairly significant amount of knowledge. Even you know buying government bonds anymore, uh, it's something a lot of people are doing. Buying CDs that are traded 
like bonds, uh, you know, you can buy CDs from a brokerage account and you can get multiple banks in one account, inside your one account. And, uh, but it, it, there, there's a lot to know to it. You know, when you buy the CD, um, how long has it had, or how long does it go to maturity? Is it callable? Um, they have callable CDs. The CDs be, can be called away from you. Uh, what does that mean? Let's say I put $100,000 into a CD and thought I was going to have it for two years and I was going to get, you know, 5% over that two years. And, you know, three months later, the CD gets called. What does that mean? It means that somebody decided that they were going to take that back and give you your cash back. You get the interest up to the point that they actually called the CD. But now you've got to, you've got that money. You've got to try to find another place for it. And that's one of the reasons after I was thinking about this and looking at the performance of a, a couple of these short-term bond funds I like to use, I'm looking at the short-term bond funds who are doing the same thing you would be doing if you were managing that money yourself. And uh, I I actually don't think it, it's actually worth it. <laughs> I don't think you'll beat these guys by enough to make it worthwhile. So, you know, in other words, leave it up to the uh, experts. Unless it's for something that's very specific. If it's very specific, like you've got a uh, a payment coming due at a certain point in time, maybe you've got a grandchild's tuition that you had agreed to pay and it's coming up, okay, that's when you want a CD with a very specific date, okay, because that you know that money is going to be necessary at that particular moment in time, and you don't want to take the chance on a minor fluctuation in the uh, value of the bond, you know, hurting you uh, or your grandchild or whatever it's for. So everything has its place in time. And that, that's one of the uh, reasons that it, it, it really helps to sit down sometimes to talk with your advisors. You got big decisions like that coming up. And uh, that, that's what we're here for. Uh, give us a call. Let us know that, you know, what's on your mind. And uh, we may be able to find some something that you may not have thought of. I got to take a real quick commercial break. This is Bill Bullington right here on 1420. I'll be back after these messages. I speak the name of Jesus over you. In your hurting, in your sorrow, I will ask my God to move. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question, the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on, on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. We We call it the fairy godmother moment, that moment when we've fixed your problem, cleaned up to apple pie order, and are heading out the door. Why? Because we're not the hero of this story, you are. 
We're just privileged with the chance to come on the scene when you need us, walla kadoodle your problem away, and leave you to attend the ball. That's the fairy godmother moment. Except, we want to do one more thing before waving goodbye. Give the important parts of your plumbing a flyby once over, ensuring your emergency water shutoffs are working, checking the age, safety, and condition of your water heater, and verifying your water pressure is not too high or low. We want to leave you with peace of mind that your plumbing system is good to go. So when you're feeling the glow of why it works fairy godmother moment and our straight talk and do it right plumber asks to do a flyby, now you know why. Because you're the main character and we want the rest of your movie to be as trouble-free as possible. Consider it done at whyitworks.com. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program after 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owner sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon, so stay tuned. In the meantime, Terry and the entire team at the Wayside thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. Welcome back. This is the Bullington Capital Report. I'm Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning, 11 to noon. I'm a uh, registered investment advisor right here in Fairlawn, Ohio. If you'd like to call us, my number is 330-664-0700. So 330-664-0700. And uh, we'll try to call you as quickly as we can. Uh, and see if we can help you out. If you've got any questions re- regarding investing or retirement planning, uh, retirement income planning, that, that's kind of a big deal. And the closer I get, the more I realize, wow, this is you know, sneaking up on me. But uh, <laughs> uh, reality is you do have a lot of options today. Actually, you've got more options today than you've ever had. Lovely, right? It's just that much more to, to, familiar, to familiarize yourself with. and. Um, so it can be different, uh, difficult, and different. Again, just feel free to give us a call. I would, before I leave this, uh, the guaranteed lifetime income, uh, I just wanted to, and this is the somebody, the example I used today was somebody who is 66, they're going to be 67. That's full Social Security age next year. And for $100,000 invested, they would get $7,154 a year guaranteed lifetime income. Now, if there's money left when you pass away, uh, that goes to your beneficiaries, unlike a lot of other income annuities uh, that don't pass – some of them don't pass anything on to your beneficiaries. And I'm not really fond of that type myself. Um, occasionally, they will pay a little bit more because of that, but you go out and get hit by a bus before you even cash your first check. That money belongs to the insurance company. <laughs> So I'm not real fond of that. This is, for me anyway, and the clients, most of my clients, it kind of checks all the boxes. If something happens, there's a pretty good chance that uh, uh, it's going to pay out without penalties. 
minimally, then there's not a pretty good chance. They're guaranteeing that there's a chance that uh, if you pass away and you haven't taken out as much as you've put into it, then whatever's left there is going to go to your beneficiary. That's kind of a big deal. And, and it's hard to do because they're paying out $7,150 uh, a year. That's, that's a fairly significant payment to have to, to make. And they're guaranteeing that until you die. So if you live for you know, 50 years, they, they're on the hook. And uh, so I, I really like that whole thing. Uh, and again, feel free to call me. Uh, I got a couple people, and if you did not get the link to that page, we've been having horrible experiences with webmail. And uh, uh, man, if you have a Gmail account, they've just been cracking down. And my email service that I pay a lot of money for. Uh, was not able to mail to people who had Gmail accounts for the past two or three weeks. And it's not everybody. Some of them were going through. We're not even sure why. The tech support people are not sure why. The people at Google are not sure why. The, uh, but I think there's something really big happening all across the entire country. Then um, they are uh, very trying. So if you guys have been experiencing some difficulties with the Internet, um, don't feel like you're alone there. I, I really think that there's something going on at a much higher level because the kind of stuff that, that's happening, it just shouldn't be happening. And uh, companies have been dealing with this kind of stuff for you know decades. And just uh, I think since the pandemic, when they started laying people off and Russia invaded Ukraine, uh, security protocols went up a lot. And I think hackers are just a lot more active than they used to be. And who really knows? I can just tell you that if you can't get through it, if I don't, if you don't get an email back from us, just call me. The number is three three zero six six four zero seven hundred. You can leave a uh, message on my answering machine, and uh, I will definitely call you back um, if you can't get through on the email, or if it shows that you've sent us an email but you haven't gotten a response. I would go ahead and, and give a call because we may not have even gotten the email. Talk about frustrating. I mean, to spend a couple hours a day sitting, watching this little thing spin on the website while we're waiting is horribly frustrating. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're yeah, the Northeast Ohio, there are uh, some really big companies here. It's not like their internet is, you know, I'm way out in the middle of the desert in Arizona somewhere. The, uh, a ton of really big companies around here. And, Almost everybody's got internet, but uh, bottom line is, uh, you know, hopefully that is going to improve. Uh, you know, and I always say I'm going to spend some time talking about stocks, and I keep forgetting. Well, I remembered this time. And so here's what I do. Um, I used to run a lot of money this way. Now I only run a little bit of my money this way just because I just, I just don't have a lot of time. And it's fun, uh, but it's also challenging. I mean, there's I've never found an easy way to make a lot of money in the stock market real fast. Uh, if you're going to do it and you're going to try and increase the speed, here's the idea. You want to look for stocks that are going up right now. You want to make sure those stocks, are their valuations are decent. What does that mean? I'll have to describe that on next week's show. But you want them exhibiting price movement that shows that institutions are buying the stock. And uh, I won't even bother explaining
Now, again, we'll, we'll go through this again next week. I'm just going to go through the actual stocks that came up on the scans because I've only got a, uh, a few minutes left here. Anyway, the first one is DXP Enterprises, uh, Industrial Distribution. Uh, it's got a price-to-sales ratio of 0.3. Price-to-sales ratios are like price per square foot in real estate, uh, but it's not across the board. A, a 0.3 is low, is very low compared to the stock. But the type of business that this company's in, um, it's not as low. So it's not, I think you'd probably be somewhere between 0.5 and 1.5 on the high end. And this one's at 0.3. So yeah, it's still got some potential there. Does that make sense? The uh, uh, next one we're going to is uh, Crawford Financial Services. These guys are insurance brokers. Abercrombie and Fitch. This ANF is a symbol. It gapped up a uh, couple weeks ago. Huge volume. Still going. It just broke above resistance. The symbol on it is ANF and Abercrombie and Fitch. You know the retailer, and they've got their own clothing line and all that kind of stuff. Uh, their price to sales ratio is 0.37. I've seen price to sales ratios of two in that industry. So 0.37 to two is like going from 37. Up to 200. You know, if that stock moved that much, I'd be going, woo! Yeah, I will take a shot at that one this week at some point in time when I get a, uh, I get Gary to buy it for me. Gary does all the trading with us and uh, he does all the trades in my accounts, but uh, I'll have him put that in there. And I will probably trail that uh, with a stop. Yeah, I'm going to say somewhere between 15 and 20%, and we'll just let it rip. But that symbol is ANF. And again, it gapped up a little over a week ago. It's got a uh, good low valuation. I've been reading about how the supply chains are starting to open back up. So that might help them because, you know, they have two or 3,000 locations all over the country. Supply chain is a big deal with companies like that. Um, and here's Modine Manufacturing. These guys make uh, auto parts. The profits in those companies are incredibly small. Yeah, so I'm not real impressed with the valuation. It the, looks like a big breakout. A cup and handle pattern that William O'Neill kept talking about looks pretty good. Uh, let's see, TriPoints, a company, TPH, consumer, I'm not really interested in that. It's doing a lot of, interesting that a lot of um, old industry or heavy industry companies have been coming up. Oh, this is interesting. This is first watch. <laughs> I can't believe first watch went public. It, it hasn't been public that long. I guess it's 2021. But uh, I wouldn't be super interested in that one, although it did come up on the scan today. You know, now watch it go up and triple just because I said that. Uh, Chewy, uh, the consumer restaurant, the Mexican restaurant, that one came up. It's symbol is C H U Y. It's got a nice looking chart. Yeah, that's all I'll really say about that. Uh, Clean Harbors, that one's pretty cyclical, uh, heavy industry. It just came up, got a nice looking chart, closed right near its high of the day, uh, was up 5% in the day. The volume was slightly above its average daily volume over the last 90 days. So, uh, looks pretty good. Now, this one looks pretty good. Uh, this one's an industrial company, John Bean Technologies. I don't even know what they do. I'm looking at the chart. It's breaking above resistance. It had a big correction all of 2022. Goes from 171, gets all the way down to 82. 
comes back up to about 115 earlier this year, goes back down, and now it's at 115 breaking above uh, resistance at that level. And if you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm not even sure I'd take the time to bother to look that up uh, because these things, when they go, uh, they're either going to go or I'm just going to get stopped out. I normally put a 10% stop on a stock that I, I feel like is a trade. There's a big difference between a trade and, and an investment game. And I'll cover that again uh, on next week's show because I just got the nod that I've only got about 60 seconds before that my show is ending. Um, so this is uh, just for hobby people. I, I would not recommend that anybody put a significant portion of their money into individual stocks. That And this is basically called trend trading. It's long-term trading. It's not short-term trading. And uh, we'll talk more about that on future shows. But I, I thought it was very interesting today because there are some a, a lot of companies that are legitimate companies whose sales are growing pretty fast, whose share prices now are starting to go up. That's a good sign. Uh, VMware, holy cow, I can't believe that. I haven't seen that one in years Yeah, come up on the list. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I just have a few seconds here. So my name is Bill Bullington. My website is bullingtoncapital.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, just go there. And uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck. Good investing. just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.